Welcome to the Experience Christian Church Message Podcast. We are a church startup based out of Exton, Pennsylvania, committed to giving the community a fresh start with God and with church. Our mission is to help people experience God's love in a practical way. We would love to connect with you. Would you text ECC info to 94000 or go to our website, experiencecc.org for more information and to learn how you can be a part of our community. Enjoy today's message. Hello, welcome to Experience Christian Church. We are glad to be able to have the opportunity to bring God's word to you today. I am Pastor Anthony Brown from New Beginnings Fellowship. And I have the honor of being able to share God's word with you. We're moving through the book of Mark, looking at the wonders of Jesus, taking a look at Jesus and examining how amazing he really is. And so today I'm going to ask that you would meet me in your Bible in Mark chapter number six, starting with verse number 45, verse number 45 of Mark chapter number six. I'll be reading from the New Living Translation for your hearing today. I'm going to give you a moment to be able to get there so that we all can be in the same place at the same time. And I'll begin reading, and I ask that you just simply read along with me. Again, I'm going to give you an opportunity to be able to get there, and we all can read together. Again, we're going to start at verse number 45 of Mark chapter number 6. Today, I want to talk about faith, a faith that passes the test, a faith that passes the test. In Mark chapter number six, verse number 45, the Bible says immediately after this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and head across the lake to Bethesda, where he would send the people home. After telling everyone goodbye, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. Late that night, the disciples were in their boat in the middle of the lake, and Jesus was alone on land. He saw that they were in serious trouble, rowing hard and struggling against the wind and the waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them, walking on the water. He intended to go past them, but when they saw him walking on the water, they cried out in terror, thinking he was a ghost. They were all terrified when they saw him. But Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid, he said. Take courage. I am here. Then he climbed into the boat and the wind stopped. They were totally amazed for they still didn't understand the significance of the miracle of the loaves. Their hearts were too hard to take it all in. The Bible reminds us that faith is an action. Faith requires that what we learn, we must put into everyday practice in our lives. God instructs us in his academic classroom, for example, with the disciples, he demonstrated a miracle through a lad's lunch with fish and loaves of bread. And he was able to feed thousands. In fact, he fed them so well that they were even parts that were left over. And then he moves us on to some on-the-job training to be able to help us to understand how well we have grasped 
the lesson. Like the disciples of today, uh, like the disciples, today's followers of Christ can be hard-hearted. That's what the Bible tells us. It says that they were, our hearts were too hard to take it all in. Uh, when we take a look at this, we can clearly see that there are times when we can be informed by the word of God, but not transformed by the word of God. Uh, we must always believe that God is in full control in every situation that we find ourselves. Always remembering when circumstances are out of our control, they're always under God's control. Additionally, we can take courage and understand clearly that God sees everything that's going on in our lives. He was able to see the disciples who were having problems out in the middle of the lake, in the middle of the night with the winds and the waves. He saw exactly where they were. And not only did he see where they were at, but he sees where all of us are at. And he knows what struggles we have. And he knows when we begin to panic. And he knows when we are upset and when we're troubled and when we're sick when we're depressed, and when we can't see our way out, God already knows about it. In fact, Hebrews chapter number 11, verse number six says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. For you must first believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Let me see if I can help you better understand that. The Bible says that it is impossible to please God. He didn't say it was hard. He didn't say it was difficult. He said it was impossible without faith. We got to learn how to walk by faith. And by having faith, that means we got to believe that God exists and that God is the one who is directing and guiding our lives from day to day. And if we truly believe that God is doing that, then we can take our hope and understand clearly that what he wants to do is to reward us because we walk by faith. He is a rewarder of those who seek him diligently. Listen, faith starts by knowing God. That's what the Bible tells us. Point number one, faith is knowing. Jesus insisted that the disciples get back into the boat so that they could get to the other side. Jesus knew that they could make it to the other side, even though there are things that happen to us in life. We must understand that God has already made the way for us. We remember God tells us that there are going to be storms that we have to travel through in life. When I, when I think about this, I think about one of our deacons. His name is Deacon Dan London, and uh, he was preparing to go into surgery. He was having open heart surgery. And that is a process where they have to crack your breastbone and they have to open up your chest and expose your heart and be able to do surgery on that. And as I prayed with him and as I listened to him, he said to me, he said, Pastor, I'm not worried about it. I know that God's already got it all taken care of. That was the first open heart surgery. But Deacon Dan London had a second open heart surgery. And the same God that brought him through the first open heart surgery was the same God that took him through the second open heart surgery. And praise God, he's doing well right now. And God is continuing to use him in great and mighty ways for the kingdom because he put his faith in Christ alone. He didn't add anything else to his faith. He believed that God could be able to bring him through. 
when we started New Beginnings Fellowship back in 2005, we knew that it would not be easy. We know that there would be folks that would let us down from time to time. They would be committed one day and then gone the next day. When we started, there were times when we were concerned about how we would finance running the ministry and the money would get low, but God was always faithful. There was a time when the furnace broke down. It was the middle of winter time and it was cold, but God still made a way. Sometimes doing ministry is difficult. Sometimes it's difficult to help people who are hurting because sometimes hurt people can also hurt you. But God helped us to understand that if we trust him in all of his ways, that he'll make ways out of no ways for us in order to accomplish his will. There'll be times when you might not understand what it is that God is doing, but God doesn't require us to understand every step that we take. He requires us to be obedient to what it is he's already said. See, faith is knowing. Faith is not trying to find God where you're struggling in the darkness and you're groping around trying to find your way. No, faith is moving in a direction in which God has already made for you, knowing what God has already said to you and being faithful each and every day to what God has already shared with you. So faith is not guessing. It's not wishing. It's moving on the word of God in which God has already instilled upon you. Faith is knowing. And when you know God, he can make sure that you stay on the right path. See, God can take any situation and turn it around for you. The Bible says that even when I pass through the valley of the shadow of death, that God would be with me. He said that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. He didn't say that it wouldn't be formed. He just said that it wouldn't prosper. That when the floods come in, that they would not overwhelm me. That when the fire begins to rage, rage, I would not be burnt. All because God has protected me and God has set me on his way to accomplish his will. Faith is knowing that God is able in every situation that you face. See, sometimes things happen in life that are difficult. But with every difficulty, God will help you to grow. In fact, that's point number two. Number one, faith is knowing God. But number two, faith is also growing. Jesus spent a lot of time with his disciples. And they were able to see miracles and they were able to see him heal people. and They were able to see him do all kinds of incredible things. And as a result, they experienced what God was doing in other people's lives. But when it comes to exercising your faith on a daily basis, there will be some tests that you have to go through. And when we take a look at these tests, it's important that we know the word of God, because when you know the word of God, it can help you to succeed whenever you have a test that you are facing in life. It's one thing to know the truth, but it's something quite different to be able to live out the truth that you know. I'm going to say that for you one more time. It's one thing to know what God says. It's one thing to know the truth of the scriptures, but it's something totally different to have to apply it to how you live and allow it to be the authority in your life that leads and guides you from day to day. The Bible says, don't be just hearers of God's word, but be doers of God's word. We have to learn how to allow Jesus to exercise lordship or authority in our lives. 
Those are the things that help us to grow in our faith. When I read this biblical passage, the Bible makes it clear that Jesus went out to meet them and he's walking on the water. The Bible clearly tells us that as he's walking on the water and as he gets into the boat, the waves begin to calm down and the winds stop all because of Jesus's lordship. And the same lordship that Jesus has over all of the elements of the world, Jesus can have that same lordship in your life and make ways for you out of no ways. It's important because God uses are the things around us sometimes to demonstrate who he is. And if it wasn't for trials in our lives, if it wasn't for the stresses in our lives, if it wasn't for the failures in our lives, we would never grow into what it is God desires for us to become. See, you must understand that storms are a part of our spiritual growth. Some experiences, some people experience uh, spiritual truths in many types of ways and everything is enhanced as a result of being able to go through a storm. When you look at a palm tree, a palm tree gains its strength through the storms so that when the wind blows on it, it'll bend, but it won't break. But that wind on that tree makes it so much stronger for the next storm that comes along. When we look at the disciples in the boat here, they looked around and what they saw was danger. They sensed fear. They weren't sure how they were going to get out of this situation. But in spite of all of those things, they decided that they're going to try and trust God. And they trusted God enough that Jesus came to see about them. Don't you know that Jesus will come to see about you whenever you find yourself in a storm? Whenever you find yourself in trouble. Whenever you find yourself in difficulty, he's right there with you to help guide you through every experience that you have. So faith is just not knowing God, but faith is also growing. It means putting into practice in our everyday lives the truth of God's word. And that's going to help us to grow stronger in our faith. Point number three. Faith is not only knowing God. And faith is not only growing in God, but faith is also showing. It's a way of modeling what it is that we believe so that others can see Jesus in our lives. The Bible tells us that Jesus saw the disciples were trying hard and struggling in the middle of the storm. And whatever it is that you're doing in ministry, there'll be times when you get tired. There'll be times when difficulties will come. There'll be times when you might feel like giving up. But in spite of all those things, you've got to persevere and allow Christ to shine through your life. There's a reminder to us that we must be faithful to what God has called us to do. That God will oversee all the things that he has us connected to. And that way we can find our rest in him. Sometimes it can feel like a burden to serve God. Sometimes it can become overwhelming. Sometimes it can become even difficult. But in those times when we find our strength in our faith, knowing that God is able to bring you through, we know that God can give us rest for everything that we stand in need of while we're doing our ministry. The Bible says that Jesus walked across the water. And when he walked across the water, he entered into the boat. And the Bible says that the disciples were amazed. 
when we look at this, the storm didn't disturb the master. What disturbed the master was the lack of faith of his disciples. When we look at the problem, it wasn't the storm, but the problem was their unbelief. And many times we struggle in life simply because we do not believe. The Bible says very clearly to us in Hebrews chapter number 11, verse number one, that faith, that the substance of faith, that is what it's made up in, it's hoped for. It's what is it that we're hoping for? The substance of it is what we're hoping for. And the evidence of it is that it's not seen. The proof of our faith is that it has not materialized yet. But faith is indicated by what God has already put in us. And if we use what God has put in us, he can bring about those changes that are helping to come into existence. Actually, unbelief can be more dangerous than the storm. Unbelief can separate us from God. Unbelief can separate us from each other. Unbelief can cause us to become frustrated. God has created us to be relational. And in our relationship with him, God simply wants us to believe that all things are possible with God. Might be impossible for man, but all things are possible with God. The Bible says that they didn't understand the significance of the fish and the loaves and that their hearts were hardened. See, sometimes when we don't learn the lessons that God is teaching us, it's a reminder to us that we have to go back and repeat that lesson all over again. And many times we go back and repeat the lesson because we have not believed that God can work it out. Believe God today. Trusting by walking in what it is you already know. Trusting that when you're going through the storm, that he'll help you to grow in that situation. And trusting today that he'll be able to shine his faith through you so that other people can see Christ in your life. Never forget Faith is an action. It's something that we demonstrate. It's something that others can see. We titled this a faith that passes the test. So how do I pass the test? Well, in order to pass the fit test, you have to have a faith that already knows. Walk in the truth of God's word and what he has already shared with you. It's knowing God can work it out for you. Just apply your faith to that. Faith is also growing. It's allowing God to stretch you. It's allowing God to be able to expand you. It's allowing God to be able to use your life to help you to move to a different place in your commitment with Christ. And number three, faith is showing. It's a matter of a demonstration of how we live our lives from day to day. And when we live our lives from day to day, trusting God and putting our faith into practice by demonstrating in how we live, then those are the things that help you to pass the test. And God designed a test for you to be able to pass. Jesus didn't die so that we could fail. Jesus died so that we could be successful. In fact, he has designed the test so that you can pass. In fact, every test that God gives is an open book test. We already have all the answers we need in the Bible. All we got to do is look them up. All we got to do is memorize them. All we got to do is know God's truth and apply it to our everyday lives. That's going to help us to pass the test. See, it's good to know that God will be there if ever I fall. 
but it's better to know that I don't have to fall at all. God has designed it so you don't have to fall at all. God designed it so that you can be victorious. God has designed it so your faith can shine through that other people can see Christ alive and well in your life. We've got to understand that God has set it up in such a way that the test is not too difficult, but the test is designed so that we can pass it. It's not designed so that God can know where we're at. God already knows where we're at. It's designed so that we can know where we're at with our God. Listen, everybody's got to take the test. Don't ever feel like you're the only person passing through the test. All of us have had to take the test. But the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, every temptation, there is no temptation taking you, but such as is common to man. In other words, everybody has to go through the test. I got to go through the test. You got to go through the test. Every believer got to go through the test. But the scripture tells us that God is faithful. It means that he's faithful while we're in the test to us, that while we're taking the test, that he won't allow this testing to overwhelm you, but will make a way of escape so that you can be able to bear it. So God has designed the test so that you can be successful, so that you can come out on the other side. Don't ever feel like you're singled out because God is using it to help grow you in your faith. Don't ever feel like you're by yourself because God is helping you to practice the faith and the things that the Bible has already told you that you need to know. Don't ever feel like you're being singled out because God is being able to demonstrate to other people what you believe by how you live from day to day. Others have passed the test, so that means that you can pass the test too. What you need today is a faith that's able to pass the test. Apply these principles to your lives and God will help you to be successful and gain the victory in your life as you continue to know who Christ is. God bless you and heaven smile upon you. Father, we thank you for allowing us to be able to hear your word today. Lord, we ask that the points, Lord, that were shared today, that they will resonate in our lives and that they will find a home there, Lord, and come back to remembrance when we need them at critical times in our lives. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for all that you've done in our lives. We appreciate you, Lord, and Lord, we pray for that one that doesn't know you in the pardon of their sins today, that they might come to know who Christ is. We thank you for all of these blessings. It's in Christ's name that we do pray, amen. Thanks for joining us. We hope something you heard today will draw you closer to God and encourage you to know him better. If you found this message podcast helpful, please subscribe, write a review, and consider sharing it with someone else. If there is anything we can do for you, a question we could talk through with you, a prayer we could say on your behalf, or a need you have, please don't hesitate to let us know. We are better together. Please connect with us soon. Take care.